Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. Welcome back to the WFO Life Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about an article I ran across in Medscape. So this will be a little bit of a health topic, but it ties directly in with the WFO Life Podcast philosophy which is that we're trying to master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. If you look at that, um, that whole premise, the whole, the whole philosophy there, that we're always working, always striving, mastering self is about you know, getting the most out of our body. And that, that can tie in with fitness, it can tie in with nutrition, it can tie in with you know, education and self-mastery. Also, when we look at uh, mastering craft, if you don't have enough energy because we're ab- abusing our bodies, using the wrong foods, uh, staying inactive, staying stressed all the time, then you're going to have a lot of trouble maintaining the energy and health to accomplish what you want to do. And so, of course, both of those tie into any type of life mission. So today I found an article that I wanted to review um, with our listeners, and the title was called Ultra Processed Food Again Linked to Increased CVD, which is coronary vascular disease, and death. And essentially, this is a study that was out of Europe that is shows yet another example of how eating consumption of ultra processed food or junk turn, uh, causes bad health outcomes. This was a longitudinal analysis of 22,000 men and women from southern Italy. And what they were looking for is who in this group can uh, consume the most ultra-processed food. And and, and then, of course, who had the highest risk for coronary vascular disease and all-cause mortality. And they tried to mediate this through diet. um, and, uh, And essentially what they were finding is that what they were looking for is they thought that a high sugar diet was probably causing this. <clears throat> so what they found, and just this is sort of the summary, and then I'm going to kind of go through some of the details, is that a high a consumption of a high ultra-processed food diet in the sort of what they call their Mediterranean cohort of people, people that lived in the Mediterranean region, it was associated with a 57, I'm sorry, 58% increased risk for coronary vascular mortality, death, and 52% higher risk of dying from ischemic heart disease and cerebral vascular causes. This would be like stroke, things like that. So this was independent of known risk factors for heart disease. So this wasn't people that, oh, we, we already knew you were at high risk and you ate a high processed food. No, this is just, this was, we removed those risk factors and those uh, variables out of the analysis. So that's that's key. So that's they're trying to isolate nutrition. And by the way, none of these nutritional studies are perfect. Uh, it's very difficult to track people's diet, and you know they do surveys of what they eat day to day and things like that. But it's it's really really tricky um, to do that. And but nevertheless, you can glean some you know pearls from a study like this. And, it, and I think it does have enough evidence and certainly strong enough. Uh, evidence that we should be avoiding the obvious. Okay, let me go through a few more things here. Um, a study. Th- there's been other studies that showed um, ultra-processed food and, and such as things like sugary beverages, ice cream, sodas, hamburgers, 
those folks were more likely to develop heart disease and die sooner than those on a wholesome diet. And this, and that reminds me, this when they use the term wholesome diet in their write-up, that's really vague. And this is the problem with dietary nutritional science. One person's idea of what a wholesome diet is is very different than another. And people play all kinds of games with themselves and look at foods and say, well, you know, it's just this one time. And they, they eat things that are just damaging to their body. Um, and, and that's that's one of the problems, uh, you know, when we look at trying to solve people's problems with nutrition is people make too many deals with themselves and they, they sort of don't realize that, they, you know, it, it's about consistency with nutrition and, and what we do to our body uh, on a daily basis matters. But they've, they've had other studies that show this. And, and even amongst uh, – there was another study in, in the heart.org uh, in Meds, Medscape Cardiology. Uh, this was uh, among adults in France who had you know a 10% higher intake of ultra-processed foods and beverages. And their rate of coronary heart disease and cerebral vascular disease was 11 to 13% higher over the course of five years. So it's a it's a similar it's a similar finding there and also in other studies they looked at university graduates in Spain who consumed four servings of ultra processed food and beverages a day they were 62% more likely to die of any cause any cause not just heart disease over about a decade than those who consume less than two servings per day so that's pretty impressive and you know there's when you talk about that when we even talk about ultra processed food there's very little it's not actually food you know if you look at how food is classified ultra processed food barely falls into that category these foods are created almost entirely from substances extracted from foods or derived from foods constituents with little if any intact food which often contain flavors colors and other additives that imitate or intensify the sensory qualities of foods or culinary preparations made from foods you know <laughs> that's code word for it's just addicting and it was it was chemically derived to fool our systems so many things that we are experiencing as modern humans were designed to either hook, addict, or keep us keep us utilizing um, those products. Uh, this goes all the way uh, from food, uh, like I'm discussing now, but all the way to things like the media that we consume and social media. It's all designed to be addicting. It's all designed to hook us in and keep us using it. And these foods can be, you know, these processed foods can are designed with just the right amount of salt, just the right amount of sweet, just the right amount of texture and crunch to to maximally hook us to eat these foods. And and interestingly, because they're not made from food that somebody actually had to create, they're they're made from chemicals, they're very convenient, they're tasty, they're inexpensive and they have a very long shelf life. So they're very competitive with foods that, you know, like fruits and vegetables and, and quality meats that can go bad. You know, you have to get them, you have to procure them, somebody has to raise them, you eat them, and you have to eat them in a relatively tight window because they're fresh and they go bad. And that's that's where the rub is with all of this is these foods become easy and quick. You can drive through a line and if you have to wait more than three minutes, you're 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 put out because you know, this this food, why isn't it done so quick? Why isn't it done quickly? I want it now. And, and this is part of the problem with this, you know, it's a societal issue and, and the, you know, we need to slow down and we need to think about what we're doing to our bodies. So, you know, looking at this study, I, I think it's just a reminder. I don't want to beat it up too much, but when you look at these, these numbers and you start looking at following people over almost, almost a decade and noticing a, you know, 50 to 60% 
increase in deaths in people who are consuming highly processed meats, uh, ultra-processed foods, pizzas, cakes, pies, all these things that just uh, were, you know, we weren't intended to eat in the consumption that we have, uh, you know, in the modern world. I think I think it's a it's a big eye opener, and I think people ought to take notice of this. And and again, I maybe this comes across as kind of preachy, but I care about this. I talk to my patients a lot about nutrition, and you know, when you look at the fact that you know, with all the COVID in the world and cancer and everything else. You know, really still one of the highest leading cause of death is coronary vascular disease. And we all scratch our head like, oh, it's it's genetic. I hear people tell me this every day. It's genetic. You know, oh, my dad had it, so I'm going to have it. Yeah, and, I, and I usually tell them, look, you got the genetics for that, okay? Maybe you do. But you also could eat differently than your parents. You could also uh, avoid highly processed foods. If you know that you had a 60% greater chance of dying from a heart heart attack or stroke if you ate highly processed foods – well, then it seems like that would – if you care about your health and you, you want to have better health and you don't want to have the same health problems your parents had, then perhaps, perhaps it makes sense to to start curbing that. Before I move on to, uh, and close out, um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is when they broke – when they did a breakdown of the foods that people were eating that they lumped in as highly processed foods, they looked at fats and starches and different you know sugars and, and – the different aspects of the fruit, uh, the foods that people were consuming, and what they noticed was high sugar content accounted for 36.3% of the relation of ultra-processed foods with coronary or cerebral vascular mortality. And what was uh, so that, in other words, sugar accounted for up to 36% of the ultra-processed food impact on vascular disease. Okay. Other nutritional factors, such as saturated fat, the vilified saturated fat, were unlikely to play a role. That was that was their assessment. Okay, so I, I think that's you know just more evidence that the link that I talk about quite frequently in the Killing Diabetes program, uh, where I talk about reversing type 2 diabetes through nutrition, lifestyle, and um, you know nutritional guidelines, that. That underscores the fact that we should be able to consume good fats, real foods, and avoid highly processed foods that spike insulin because insulin is the disease of type 2 diabetes. And when insulin is high, it's an unbalanced hormone, and it leads to weight gain in our midsection. It leads to inflammation in our arteries and in our brain, and there's lots of evidence that that is true. Okay, so think about that. Sugar is not your friend, and highly processed foods are very rich in that. More importantly, highly processed foods mix sugar and fat together. Sugar and fat together equals a donut. Okay, and that's a highly processed food. You know, we we hear a lot of evidence, and this is my side note on all of this uh, as someone who works with patients nutritionally. It's there's there's several there's a there's a reason that people argue about diet a lot because you can eat a veg, vegetable based diet and you can have good health you can eat carnivore diet and have good health you can have um, you know a, you can count calories or you can increase your fats like a ketogenic type diet you can do all these different diets and you can find studies that show that you can lose weight you can you can feel better you can have less inflammation so there's diets that reveal these things all over the place. All right, they reveal different diets can benefit people. However, 
the one thing that when you start looking at the different diets, one of the things I've noticed is that you can't put sugar and fat together. Those are energy-dense foods, and when you put sugar plus fat, that's basically sad, standard American diet, and it doesn't work. And all, and that's when you start seeing things like you know these these studies we're looking at today, where you have ultra-processed foods and you know increasing coronary vascular disease. So take heed if you're looking to master self, master craft, accomplishing any life mission. The fuel with which you are putting in your body that you are trying to power and locomote yourself is going to be very important. And I warn and advise you to spend a little bit more time behaviorally. Think about your meals. Track your meals. Look for ways to you know, spend a little bit more time either preparing a meal uh, or at least sitting down to a meal and eating it, chewing it, and letting it digest a little bit rather than eating on the run, uh, eating, you know, eating uh, in the car, or just grabbing something because it's quick and convenient. This is a strategy that will catch up with people, and I think, you know, it's a problem that's coming home to roost for the modern world. We have so much health problems, and and we're ignoring that most of it is starts with what we put through our mouths. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and end out here. Again, um, as my co-host Chris Story and I always invite you to join us on the Future Focus Health Network. Inside of that health network, we have a tribe specifically dedicated for the WFO Life podcast listeners. We'd love to hear your feedback on topics like this. And, and if this impacted you and you found this information helpful, we would love to spread our message. So if you would share this podcast or this episode with friends and family and people that you care about or people that you think might benefit from a message of health and uh, vitality. And if you were uh, so moved, um, the thing that also helps the algorithms of the world that, that push these podcasts to more and more people is if you would go and leave a you know favorable review and maybe a few words of support for our podcast at your favorite listening um, app, that would be extremely helpful for our the WFO podcast. So thank you so much, and um, I encourage you to um, you know share this. And by the way, if you are a diabetic and um, you think what I just said about nutrition could be why you have diabetes, I encourage you to go to the futurefocusmd.com website. That's futurefocusmd.com website. Take a look around there for the Killing Diabetes program. That might be of value to you. There's all kinds of other digital content there that is meant to improve your life um, from a health perspective. Most of it is based in nutrition or stress or lifestyle management. Uh, so I hope that those courses are valuable for you, and I hope you explore and, in, and engage nutrition a little bit more in your life. So on that note, I'm going to close out. You guys have a great week. 